Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Musings of a Marine Life Fan podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host. On today's show, I'll be talking about our victory over Norwich at Carroll Road. It was a hard-fought victory and we won the game via a penalty that was scored um, in the 75th minute by Cristiano Ronaldo after he was fouled by Max Aarons. Overall, it was a difficult game. In fact, we were poor especially in the second half. Norwich, arguably, were the better team. And it was a difficult game for Manchester United, uh, with a few players doing very well, but for majority of the team, uh, especially players up front, it was a poor performance. Rashford, Bruno, Sancho, even Ronaldo, the match winner, did not do enough, in my opinion, today. And the defence, to a large extent, and the GR and some of the midfielders, McTominay and Fred, were responsible for uh, the, the fact that we kept a clean sheet, you know. So, there's a lot to talk about and a lot to discuss concerning the game. So, I'll be going into details after the break. Don't go anywhere. Alright, welcome back to the show. I'd like to start by saying that overall, my United didn't do very well in today's game. Uh, in the first half, we were average. We were not too bad and we're not exactly good either. Um, it was towards the 40th minute we began to exercise some control, in my opinion, and begin to push Norwich backwards. But uh, Norwich were very organized for most of the game. In fact, throughout the game, they were well-organized. They doubled down on some of our key players, Ronaldo, Rashford. They never allowed any space for them to run in. Most often, they are not. And, of course, we had a few chances in the first half. Ronaldo failed to take his chance, um, failed to hit his shot first time and had to cut in, do a dummy and before shooting. And Tim Krul, of course, made an easy save. Um, Maguire's head that was tipped over the bar by Tim Krupp just before halftime and Teles Freaky was deflected towards on well deflected um to the crossbar, you know. So those were the opportunities, quote unquote opportunities that we had to score. Other opportunities were <clears throat> excuse me, were blocked shots and all that. But overall, my and I were poor. The final ball was poor, either overheat or underheat, or played backwards, you know, making the player have to stretch to control the ball. So things like that, um, the fine margins um, really played a very big impact in our performance, not just in the first half and in the game overall. <clears throat> in the second half, though, we were poor. Uh, Norwich were much better side. They created chances. Uh, in fact, dominated the midfield for a while. You know, they also, at some point during the game, they had seventy percent possession, which is not good for the based on the vision of Rafrianic, whereby we are supposed to be imposing ourselves on the game and be holding possession. But we allowed Norwich to have possession, although. I have to say that sometimes it was a battle in the midfield 
because Fred and McTominay were very much involved in the midfield battles and they did very well, I have to say, in this regard. The problems was in the creativity aspect, Sancho and Bruno, especially Bruno who was very poor for most of the game. The decisions he made were poor, under hitting the passes, over hitting the passes, you know. Sancho was very much involved, you know. The problem is many of our players are not playing at Sancho's wavelength. Sancho is quite, he's not very fast, but he's quite technically gifted. He likes this one-touch passes, which Rashford does not, um, has not imbibed in his game since he has been playing f- um, in the attack on a Rafranic, you know. Rashford, you pass the ball to him, you expect a return pass, but he will hold on to the ball until he loses the ball and, you know, lose position or gets fouled, you know, killing the move. So, it was a struggle today for our forward players, Bruno, Sancho, Ronaldo and Rashford. Many of them had a poor game. Ronaldo even had a poor game. He had a very good chance to tap in after we went into the lead. Um, but Ronaldo, I mean, Rashford's layback was poor. His cutback was behind him, and Ronaldo had to, you know, extend to hit the ball. But overdid it as a result, and the ball went over the bar. I'm sure if Rashford had laid it on the platter for him. It would have been an easy second goal and the game would be done and dusted at that point and it would have killed Norwich um, Norwich City's morale and you know we would have had um, a seamless stoppage time period to even score more or to pick them off you know but because Norwich were behind by just one goal they went for it till the very end you know and giving us some um, tense moments with the jet again doing outstandingly well to keep a clean sheet. So we had our chance in the 74th minute. Ronaldo was fouled after Maxeron pulled him down and he took his opportunity by blasting the shot. And uh, the team crew rather went the wrong way and and we have our victory because of that. Um, moment of good fortune I have to say for Manchester United many referees would have not may, may not have considered Max Aaron's challenge of Ronaldo worthy to blow a penalty some might have even overlooked it you know it was Ronaldo's appeals that drew the attention of the referee and of course I think it was a deserved penalty but it was bordering on being a soft one you know the important thing is that we got the victory and the three points at this point is very important. We need to climb up the table and we need to take opportunities when our rivals slip up. And we have a good run of fixtures and in the next couple of weeks. It's important for us to go on a run. We are long overdue a good run. Hopefully, this is the start of a good run. Although, we will not play very well in all our games, but we need to grab the victories and keep clean sheets which for me are the positives we kept a clean sheet today i thought victory in a row and we are becoming hard to beat and that is how it should be um individually dj arguably our man of the match was outstanding made five great saves in the game and he's been in top form and all those who were 
trying to push Dean Henderson ahead of the jury, who were trying to push the agenda of making Dean Henderson our number one goalkeeper. I believe all of you have been, been taught a good lesson to back your number one goalkeeper and stop pushing agendas because Dean Henderson is an Englishman or because you want him to be the national team or because you want him to go into international competitions. We should focus on Manchester United. If Dean Henderson will not be this time, then he should go to another club. Okay. Deja for no reason was um was criticized last season despite being outstanding for most of the season. He in fact I can't find out I can't think of any poor performance he had last season. Of course there'll be one or two errors like everybody does here and there. But for most of that season, was outstanding, but because of the Henderson was getting some, um, but was being given opportunities in the cup competitions, and some certain Premier League matches, you know, some people started pushing the agenda that the Henderson should be number one, you know, but the judge has responded to his critics, and I'm sure he has kept everyone who called his abilities into question who have been calling him shit for years he has you know shut them up and kept them quiet so all of you who are asking the judge to be dropped for Dean Henderson I hope you guys should I hope you all just sit down and shut up and focus on the more important things instead of focusing on um, rivalries you know and heating up the fan base and all that. Anyway, I think I dwell too much on that, but I just felt that I should state this um, out there. Anyways, um, the good alert was good. Um, he defended well, joined the attack, a breath of fresh air from Juan Bissaka's, um, um attack, poor um, forest going forward. Um, Diogo Dalot should be our number one right back based on what we are seeing from Diogo Dalot. Uh, Wampisaka should be back up, but Wampisaka, if he wants to shut back, he needs a lot of work to be done. I think this is what he needs. He needs competition, and now he's, he's suffering a knock, but I'm sure in a week or two he'll be back, and it may be difficult for him to get back into this team because of Diego Dalot's performances defensively and offensively. Uh, more of that for you, Diego Dalot. Hope you continue to do well as our fullback. Teles also was outstanding, although Luke Shaw will probably do as well if he comes in. I'm not too worried about our left back. I'm always worried about our right back. And I think Diego Dalot's influence gives us some balance on the right wing so that we're not only dependent on the left wing, but we're also creative from the right as well. Excuse me. Instead of defense, Lindelof was good until he was subbed off for stomach cramps, I believe. Maguire was good in the first half, but in the second half, he was a bit sloppy on one or two or three occasions. And he made one important tackle at some point whereby we were, st- whereby we were <coughs> excuse me, scrambling to get the ball clear when uh, Eric Bayou um, made a mess of a clearance. So... But overall, I think he he did average. The defense line did well. He didn't concede, so we have to give credit to them. Clean sheet again. 
and they are also doing very well in midfield scott mctominay and fred were outstanding in my opinion especially fred fred did a lot of good things um i think he lost the ball or a misplaced pass was only once or twice throughout the game which is good if fred i've always said that if fred can keep his passing accuracy very good and he makes many forward passes instead of sideways passing He'll be a good player and the same player for us. And he's doing that. He's playing much more forward, pressing from the front. And I think that is very impressive for him. And I knew very well that he will fit well in Rafranik's system. And I'm sure he's going to be a big and important player for Rafranik. The rest of the attack and forwards, Bruno, Sancho, Ronaldo, Rashford, they all had a poor game. Each of them, especially Rashford and Bruno. Sancho did okay, I have to say, but I was surprised he was substituted first. I knew the substitution was coming. I wasn't expecting Sancho to be removed, though. Um, I think Rashford, so far, or for now, is playing more because of his reputation. But if his poor performances continue, I'm sure Rafranik will begin to sub him off or put him on the bench and allow other players to have the opportunities. Marshall has already ex- um through his agent complained or requested to be transferred in January. You know, so many players are not getting enough game time and we should not be rewarding poor performances anymore with more stats. So that's basically our defenders, Eric Bailly and um, sorry, I meant our substitutes, Eric Bailly, Van de Beek and Greenwood um, don't really do much standard performances. Greenwood had a lot more time than the other two, I believe, but um, Greenwood didn't really have any opportunities because uh, Norwich had more possession and didn't give him opportunities. Um, but the big only spent about um, seven to eight minutes in total, if you include stoppages. And um, Eric Bay came on, um, I think, before Ronaldo took his penalty. He came on for Victor Lindelof, so he had more game time and he did not. He didn't do too badly. He was jittery in, when he came on, but at some point he settled and did okay, and helped us to keep a clean sheet. So basically, that's it from my analysis of today's game. I hope we will do better. Today's game was a forgettable one overall. It was a poor performance for, by my United standards, and we'll be taking up Brentford next, I believe, and that's a going to be a much more difficult game in my opinion Brentford a much more clinical side and will be much more difficult to beat but I believe we can if we perform better um, than we did today I'm sure we should be able to get over the line against Brentford so thank you all for listening I appreciate you all for taking our time to listen to this podcast don't forget to follow or like or subscribe depending on the podcast platform you prefer using so that you get notifications of new podcasts that excuse me that i will be releasing so thank you so much please i'm on patreon you can search for me on patreon or buy me a coffee at missions of a united fan you can support my podcast and you can follow on these platforms so thank you so much for listening have a pleasant week well, have a pleasant weekend and have a pleasant Sunday. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.